0: welcome to scoops uh mr lewis back again just like he was last week uh busy he's grinding through you know college student life got midterms, everything uh, how are you holding up mr lewis
1: i'm doing all right i'm three-fourths of the way through i got one more exam tomorrow but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough night and day tomorrow getting ready for it but it'll be nice you know i'm going home this weekend so getting through that be able to chill out after that so I'm i'm excited that I can see the finish
0: line. Amen. Well, we're definitely glad you carved out time for us. got a little baseball wild card on your Rangers. Huge sweep of the Rays. They're actually going to get two jeers from me for blowing that division lead. Two and a half games up, four to play. They lose three out of four to the Mariners. Of course, the Astros, who got swept by the Royals a couple weeks back, ended up sweeping the D-backs to take the division. Uh But Rangers just swept 99-win Rays in – in the wild card round, so obviously you know Orioles next, but still alive. So I guess I I rescind my jeer for the Rangers.
1: Yeah, I, I was the same way. I was planning on coming and tearing them apart and giving them any jeers for the
0: <laughs> for their choke of the choke division.
1: But now that now that the dust is settled, I mean, because I mean, there's a chance they choke the playoffs. If they got swept by the Mariners, they would have choked the playoffs right. completely. Right. So they didn't do that, and. I mean, it's it would have been so nice to see division champs up in the, in the stadium next year. Because, you know, well, the Rangers don't win much, so you take any win you can get, especially a division win. That would have been huge. So it's really disappointing not to win the division. But with that being said, I was telling you before this, if we won the division, we would have had to play the Astros or the Twins. Both of those teams have had the Rangers number all year. So now that the Rangers have swept the Rays are on the other side of the bracket going up against the Orioles. I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with how it all turned out. I was very disappointed in the moment, but right. You know, now, now they're up other side of the bracket from the twins and the Astros playing the, at the Orioles, who I think the Rangers have a good chance to beat. So, I mean, I, I don't think they're favored by any means, but I think it's going to be a great series. So I'm, I'm very happy all said and done.
0: Should be all about matchups. Obviously, it's like March Madness and really any sports, all about matchups. And, um, uh, a train of thought, actually. But anything, playoff baseball is wild. So anything can happen. It is. And it is. Um, Should I lose? I was to thought. I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, they don't reseed in baseball, which I have mixed feelings about. Like, I like the NFL reseed, So, like, top seed plays, like, the lower seed remaining. Oh, yeah. But there's something to be said for knowing who you're going to play. So, you know, I see both sides. I mean, I don't think it matters too much because – you know, you know going and who you're going to get. So that's how it goes. But we'll see. Obviously, I, I do try to tune in hard on football days to watch, but I try to keep track and follow. I also don't like that they change pitchers so much. You know, I, I miss the days when a starter would go eight innings, seven, eight innings into the playoffs, but they don't do it in the regular season anymore. So... We'll kind of see. But, obviously, I wouldn't mind seeing the Rangers win. You know, Orioles, I don't really dislike them. Astros, I do have a lot of respect for them. They cheated that one year. They've been so consistent. You know, I like consistency, Mr. Lewis. So, we'll see how it goes. I hate the Astros. Oh, I know you do. I know you do. I know Steve does as well. Oh, my
1: gosh. Well, it's the Astros fans who are the worst. Like, I mean, I deleted Instagram now, but... Wise man. But, uh, you know, back when I was on social media, like, you look at the comments from the Astros fans, and they're like, you know, actually... Yeah, we cheated, but we really took it from the Rangers. Like they're the ones who cheated first and they were just so bad they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything with it, but <laughs> we just we we just like stole their cheating habits. So they're they're the real cheat. It's I mean, that's just one thing. Like I I I saw that like exact frame of thought be expressed in a comment. I'm like these people are insane. But I mean, it's the the Yankees are the real cheaters. We just everyone's doing wh- whatever it is. They they just can't accept the fact that right they're cheaters. Like if, if it came out that the Rangers did something like that, I would not be a fan anymore. I have no respect for that. It's it's absolutely terrible. But Astros fans are you know they they don't they don't have the same integrity. They're, they 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 <laughs> you know I'm I, I'm I'm not trying to say oh look look how noble I am. It, at the very least you know still be an Astros fan whatever. But don't don't sit there and act like you didn't cheat her like. It was oh, it wasn't a big deal. Like we didn't, we really didn't do anything wrong because whatever, whatever, you know, try to explain it away. That that stuff just has me beyond annoyed. You know, that's at, le- fair. at least admit that your team cheated. And, you know, it wasn't right. You know, you can still be a fan. That's whatever. But they 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 just make me lose my mind. I can't stand <laughs> the Astros or the fans or any of it.
0: That's very fair. Uh, well. Appreciate you sharing that, Mr. Lewis. On a brighter note, wedding this past weekend was a great ceremony. My boy Phil, my brother-in-law, officially my brother-in-law now. Yeah. In Aruba currently, shout Ooh. out to Phil for that. Aruba for his honeymoon. Good place to be. It's been warm here, but it's going to get colder tomorrow, which is great for fall. But certainly, it's nice to be by by some water and and with hot weather. So Aruba, that's exotic. I love it, it is. It. Uh, you know they got that. They got that money after the wedding, though. No, they're 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 doing well. But I'm happy to perform a great ceremony, beautiful day. My picks. Actually, I'm an eleven and one in my blog picks. Dr. Shaw can confirm this. I went, I believe, 8 and 2 in my college pick-up picks. Wow. I know I missed TCU. I put 10 on TCU against West Virginia, and they blew that. I missed uh, Texas State or Georgia State and Troy or something like that. So I might have missed one of more. But either way, ironically, the, the day I watched least so far, I've done really well all year. I think it's on single again. That's why I'm doing well. Uh-huh. But I've done really well all year. But the best I had done so far, at least in the blog picks, 11 and 1 was this past Saturday, and I barely watched. Old Miss gave me a huge win. Notre Dame come back, huge win. So ironic i was bitching all the time about the fall wedding day still will by the way of course uh-huh. but it all worked out in terms of i didn't miss too much and saw the end of some games and obviously got a lot of picks right so uh great ceremony great weekend honored to be a part of it gave a great speech at the rehearsal dinner uh my dad actually gave a fantastic speech at the wedding which i'm not surprised he's a very funny guy very witty uh but he just comes off as so like aloof you know he's 59 years old he's such a clueless guy in terms of like names of people and things and just kind of general technology so you know we clown him a lot for that but you know, the man gave an extra speech, really showed me up, so I'm like, I, obviously, I'm glad I got it in my genes, uh-huh. but now I know, like, hey, I gotta step my game, I'm even more next time for a good speech, so good to be back, uh, great ceremony, obviously, we'll continue to bitch about the wedding date, as I do to Dr. Shaw for the rest of my life, but happy to the newlyweds, hopefully, it's a, it's a God-centered marriage, and, uh, you know, a long and healthy, prosperous, prosperous covenant, so back here, we're gonna be back on Scoops, though, as always, as always.
1: Yeah, sounds like a great ceremony, Congratulations. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yes, sir. Megan and
1: Phil. I guess, yeah, should specify who I'm talking to there.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure I know Phil Blisson either either on the beach or on a slight back. So right. we'll, we'll try to minimize the hate for the Browns this weekend. But hell, with all the stuff in Congress going on and all that, we, we have less years to go around now. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. But we've got to get into Mr. Lewis. Huge game Sunday night. I already told my students, I said, I don't like you guys staying up late But ask your parents for this one-time thing to do it. Smart. Could be the game of the year. Obviously, it's only week five. But three and one boys, four and oh, Niners. Dallas should be four and oh, but whatever. Uh, Should draw huge ratings. Two of the three best teams in the NFC by far. Some might even say two best. Eagles haven't looked that good. Dallas' offense hasn't but Dallas' defense, again, scrub offenses they played. But they're freaking good, man. It's crazy
1: how good the Dallas defenses without
0: digs. Exactly. Exactly. Annihilated the patch, 38-3 again. Patriots is not a good offense. But still, I mean, you get three turnovers. I think two defensive touchdowns, right? Yeah, pick six and a f- scoop and score. Yep. I mean, Dallas that, that can hang with Stanford. We saw in the playoffs, it was like a 19-12 game. Dak was the difference in a negative way. <laughs> you know, exactly. So, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. But huge game. I'm excited, man. Can't wait. 820 NBC. Don't miss that one. Whether, you know, Dr. Scholl, you know, I don't know what you have, have on Sunday evening, even if it's sexual, sexually related. Stay away from it for that game, man. You don't want to miss that one. So, uh, Tune into that 8.20, 5.20 Pacific time. Put the kids to bed early, whatever. Don't miss that game. I know you'll be watching me back in town, right? Or still out be. of town?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll be out of town. I'm coming back Monday, so it'll be nice. Good. To so make
0: sure you tune into that game, the sir. Family.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for that game. It'll show a lot of what the Cowboys are made of. I was down. I was very down after the Cardinals loss. Kind of like, all right, this. I, I still kind of feel this way that it doesn't really matter at this point because. Dak is he—he's inevitably going to choke in the worst situation, right? You know, come playoff time, he might have the defense might carry us for one game, but it's going to be another divisional loss. I feel because it's just Dak will just throw interceptions and do do bad things. Uh, you know, he just he—he he, just—I—I I don't know what the deal is. I really don't like Dak Prescott. He's—I he, like him as a guy. He's actually—he's—he seems like a really nice guy. I uh, he. He's a good like face of the franchise in the sense like you know he always does the right thing in the press conference. Right, he's a good, right. He's a really good guy, but man, he is not a very good quarterback. I, I, I'm I'm convinced that it's just the he has such a good team around him that I, I think any any quarterback would make would, would look good with uh with the Cowboys' offense around him and that O line he's had for years. So, but oh, that's I, fair. I, 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 I I I uh. Yeah, I actually agree with something that Jerry Jones said. I heard, which is you know probably which is rare, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's like, yeah, well, uh, we 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 have to get Dak in good situation. We have to make him, uh, set him up for success because that, that 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 that's where the success lies, right? Is how good how good is Dak, and that is that's completely the truth. How good is Dak going to be, and. If he's not good, I mean, it, it just any quarterback, right? Like you know, if your quarterback's not good, you can have anyone else. You can have the the All Pro team around you, but it's just if you're throwing interceptions, well, that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it. So, it big big game, good defense, in the Forty ers So I'm excited to see how Dak and the rest of the team plays.
0: No, Amen. And I've been on, on the record many times. I love Dak coming out. Like I really was not a Romo fan by about 2015 when he got hurt. I was, I, you know, he just you knew what he was. Was he going to win the big game you know, a great competitor, put up a good stats, but always seen him choke in the worst moments. As you said about Dak, Dak sadly has become Romo. And that kills me to say, because I love Dak coming out. I love his underdog story. I love that I took over and made the Cowboys, you know, actually relevant in terms of, you know, 13 and three, that rookie year, home field advantage, obviously a crushing loss of the Packers. I'll never live that down or, or forget it. Um, but obviously over the years, he's just become just like Romo again, uh, like you said, great guy, stand-up guy, face of the franchise, can't win the big one, always seems to have an excuse in terms of not enough around him, or whatever, even though they're always loaded offensively and defensively. So, you know, we'll see. I will say I, 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 would never, I would never pick Dallas to go past the division around until they actually do it. But if they beat San Fran, I'll still be beating my chest probably for the next three months until the playoffs come, just because, I mean, you beat the best team in the league on the road. You know, I'm taking that one to the bank at least till, like I said, the next choke job comes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If they beat San <clears throat> Fran this weekend, I mean, the, the spread's really close. It's like three and a half or something. Right. So, right, it's a uh, if they beat San Fran, I'm I'm optimistic that that's something that they can do. But I'm still, I still worry that that's just gonna get my hopes up to just eventually. Completely let me down, <laughs> but no, that's
0: fair. Or lose to the Chargers next week, who are a good team, but they should still beat them, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, they could definitely lose to the Chargers next week. So it, it's going to be a really interesting season for the Cowboys. Um, I, I I really don't know how to feel about it, but you know, like I said, I I I I really root, I, I really want Dak to be a good quarterback. I really do. He I, he just, I just don't think he is. He's he's really such a good guy. He's a, such a nice guy. You know, and obviously he's a quarterback for the team I like, but. He he's a good guy. I want him to do well. He's but he's just I just at this point I've seen enough. I I, I don't think I don't think he has it in him, which is too bad.
0: Well, it is year eight. I mean, it's year eight. Stafford won year thirteen, but again, obviously a new team. Dak year eight with the same team. I mean, Stafford played for the Lions. It, it was the opposite situation for Stafford. I mean, because not a lot of talent, right? I, I think I've
1: said it before, like Stafford went to my high school, so I, that's uh, right. Yeah. So I, I I've always you know liked Stafford, watched him. I mean, just being on the Lions, there's just no one around him. I mean, it makes made him look bad. But then, obviously, you don't know, go. To well, a well, with like, all due respect,
0: has. you did have Megatron though for seven years.
1: Well, Megatron top had, five receiver all he had the time. He one guy around him, but it's like, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, diminish Megatron's. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I shouldn't diminish Megatron, but like you don't have a defense, you don't have anyone. You, you, it's a, it's a team sport more like, uh, more than any other, uh, more than any other
0: sport. And of course, the quarterback's most important position, but. No, so, you're right. I agree. Stafford obviously had, I mean, like you said, it's not the talent that Dak has in Dallas, yeah. no doubt, or when he was with Detroit, no doubt. Yeah,
1: I, I think if you put Stafford on the Cowboys for these past years with these incredible teams, I, I think it's good thing. Good things to be happening at Dallas, better than better than what's been going down.
0: So give me a key to the game besides red zone offense. We all know Dallas is struggling in the red zone. That's an obvious. Key. Give me a key to the game besides that.
1: I mean, okay. I already, I already said Dax the keep. So I'll, you know, as good as the defense is, I think, I think the defense is the heart and soul of the team. So I, 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 I think the secondary is going to be big. Debo, Ayuk, they have good, they have good weapons out there. What a, you got Bland. What's Bland's first? Deron Bland. Deron Bland. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Not great. Well, actually, I, don't, I don't really don't know how good he is because he hasn't played that much. We well, had but. eight INTs last year. Yeah.
0: So, mean shit.
1: No, I agree. That, gonna... that, that, that's a good stat that you got Thank you. right Thanks there. You Just just it on your mind. That's that's, that's, that's impressive.
0: Steve likes that too.
1: did 8 INTs last year. I don't I don't remember that. That's that's impressive. Good Thank for him. you. Yes sir. Uh big
0: six obviously sun, Sunday against the Pats.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I think he's decent, but he's no Travon Diggs. Well, for sure. So, for sure. Gilmore is pretty good too, so yeah. Well, I I I think the secondary needs to step it up, shut down very talented uh, 49ers receiving core. So I think they do that. I, I think I think it's going to be the def- The defense is the heart and soul of the team. They need to play a really, really good game and put the put the offense in a good situation.
0: I would say turnovers, but that's obviously obvious for any game. Despite like what the analysts say when they act like it's breaking news. I'm going to go with field position, though. I think it's going to be an old-school type game. Just, and analytics obviously could play a huge part to the detriment of the team in terms of going for on fourth down. But I think, you know, whoever can flip the field, pin a team inside the 10-yard line, Get the ball at midfield. It's going to be a field goal game. I, I imagine field position game. It's going to be maybe a 24-20, not to go like Romo, maybe a 24-20 type game. So I think it'll be really a field position. Whoever can get like just enough on their drives to get in the field goal range and or a short field for a touchdown, that will decide the game to me. Be. Besides Dallas red zone offense, again, that's obviously the biggest key because they've been pretty terrible all year. But haven't had to really be good besides against Arizona. That's not even what cost them because their run defense gave up two in rushing yards. So I like that. We'll kind of see. We'll kind of see. Let's get to some college picks, though, before we get into some politics stuff here. So we'll obviously talk about the uh, huge uh, game in college. I will say the
1: last thing... Go ahead. Yeah, always that. last
0: word to you, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> Sorry. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: But uh, I, I I agree. It's either going to be a really close game. I could also see the Cowboys getting absolutely killed. I hope that doesn't happen, but... Uh, it, like, like, in the Cardinals game, they just... The, the whole team just shut down. It was like... I mean, obviously, the red zone wasn't working. Dak wasn't working, but... You know, no, nothing was working out. So I, if if that if that happens, the the forty might embarrass us. So like I was saying, it, it uh, we'll 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 find out what what the Cowboys really made of Sunday night. So I'm I'm, I'm really
0: excited. Amen. Uh, that was an atrocious loss. usually every team has a dud at least once during the season, but that was bad. But hopefully for this case, they'll be ready to go and they have more of an underdog role instead of being favored and hearing how great they are all week like they were going in that Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. So. We'll kind of see. College, pretty good slate this weekend. Maryland, Ohio State, undefeated teams. Alabama at A&M, huge game. Baylor's only favorite by, Ooh. I think, one and a half or yeah, two and a half, yeah, something yeah. like that. Low spread. I'm always – I'm never on the A&M train. I think they're very overrated, as usual. But, Baylor hasn't looked that good, obviously. So, you know, that could be an interesting, interesting swing as well. Notre Dame, Louisville, huge game. And, obviously, your boys, Mr. Lewis, Red River shootout. Always called the shootout here on Scoops. Oklahoma, Texas, yeah, yeah. top 15 teams, undefeated. State fair in Dallas, Cotton Bowl. I mean, it's I'm la- last time in the Big 12. I'm, I love I can't wait for it, man. Sadly, I wish the Ohio State game on Peacock was this week instead of next week, because I'm not watching their damn game on Peacock against Purdue. Forget that. Really? But, no, I'm not. Hell no. We'll talk about that later. Hell no. But I'll be watching. I, I got the two TV setups, so I'll probably have one on OU Texas, one on OSU Maryland. But no, I'm not. I refuse to get Peacock. Hell no am I getting Peacock. I refuse to stream. I sometimes watch the prime video games, rarely. Like, if Dallas is playing, I will. I ain't watching that damn playoff game in January on Peacock, and I ain't watching OSU Purdue on Peacock. So I, I'm I, old school, old man to the fullest. I'm not doing that. I refuse. I, I use my friend's Peacock account, so. Well, that's, 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 that's wise, but I, I, that's wise. But I'm not going to give All you right. the satisfaction of a rating, counting me as a rating. All right, yeah, yeah. I, I respect the principle there. Thank you. But give us a pick, Mr. Lewis, right off the bat. Alabama at A&M. Who do you like? I got a and M. I Wow. Not, not even because I think that Bama's is bad. I think they're better
1: than I gave them credit for. But A and M looks really good. I watched a lot of Do that they, Arkansas though? game. Yeah, well, maybe Arkansas is bad, but I think they, I think they look really good. And, and this, this is coming from someone who does not. I'm not no A and M fan at all. In fact, I, I, I could go on about why I dislike the school of Texas A and M and why I think they're a cult and. <laughs> blah 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 I am no A&M fan I want to root against them I do root against them but man they they, they I think they look pretty good against uh, Arkansas this weekend they they had that Miami loss which I think is really weird I can't I, so I, I don't know exactly how to take them but I think they have looked good and if any team has done well against Bama it's A&M in years
0: I mean, past they beat them once
1: only twice, one, I in, thought it was twice,
0: twice. Twenty twelve. You're right, Manziel year. So once under Jimbo. So twice in yeah, eleven yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. The last year was close in Tuscaloosa with as quarterback. But,
1: but not many teams beat Bama. Is the thing, you know. Like if it was any other team, it's so ridiculous. Only two wins, but those two, it's two wins against Bama. Right? So you know
0: you it, can brag next week if you end up being right. Sir. And that's
1: a and you know it's a Texas and these are Texas A M teams who have not been very. I mean the Manziel team was good, but. The one he beat them, uh, was it last year? Two years ago? Two years ago, two years yeah. Ago? They ended yeah, up eight yeah. and four or nine and four. Yeah, eight yeah. And four, I think so. For whatever reason, you know, in Kyle Field this weekend against a beatable Bama team, I think A and going to come out fired up. So
0: they yeah, did got, shock them two years A&M. ago, and A and M I think was like three and two, and they beat Bama two years ago, so it was a real shocker. It is at home, but I learned my lesson picking against Bama against Old Miss. Give me Bama, and hey, this is what A and M does. They get they they lose an inflexible game early. Get a couple wins, everyone says, "Oh, they're fine." Top ten team, top fifteen team, and then people realize, "Oh, they're actually not that good because they're not really well coached. They don't know how to use their talent, and mm-hmm. they're not. They're just not that team." So, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You can bark next week at me, Mister Lewis, but well, I'm rolling Bama for sure. I I hope you're right. I, like I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting
1: against them. I would be more than glad to uh to uh admit that you are right. I'll do so with a smile on my face.
0: I like that. All right, let's go Notre Dame at Louisville. Irish five and one escaped close win at Duke. Duke really deserved to win the game, from what I can tell. I guess I also, kickers were two for five in that game. Ooh, love it. Love uh, Louisville undefeated though. Big win at NC State. They had a Friday night last week. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Notre Dame. I think they're just too good of a team, completely top to bottom. But Louisville at home night game. It wouldn't shock me if Louisville. Unde- I'm i go- I'll go Irish. I uh,
1: yeah, I have Notre Dame winning by. Uh- Nice margin. I mean, Louisville played close with Indiana, so true. That is very true.
0: That's so, very true.
1: After watching all of that game, I didn't. Oh, and Louisville is that I mean, they're a pretty good team. They have that. They have a good quarterback. I can't remember his name, but he's nice and uh, he's he's a good, good. He, he's a really good quarterback from. Well, I mean, it's also against Indiana when I watched him, So take that the grain of salt, and they they the whole team fell asleep in the second half. So I I I just don't trust him. if they if you're beating Indiana by seven they're having just a really bad game or you're just not that good, so we'll uh we'll see but yeah i i I have Notre Dame by a lot I think their dame's pretty good i mean they they have had a lot of comeback wins, so I think that's a good yeah, trait. That's, that's a true. good that's a good trait to have so uh, I mean I think they'll win whether they again fall asleep early coming come back uh maybe but i i I bet they handle Louisville pretty well
0: well you do have them covering as well as six and a half points spread correct
1: yeah yeah so i mean i I have them yeah, I my my, my intention to that or my uh, my inclination is that they cover, but I could maybe see them, you know, falling asleep early, coming back, but I I, I think they cover pretty easily.
0: All right, LSU at Missouri Tigers heartbreaking loss at Ole Miss. They're not three and two LSU Tigers. That is Missouri yeah. Tigers five and zero oh so far. Uh, I like LSU on the road. Missouri I think is a major pretender. LSU's too good. They really shouldn't be three and two, but they are i want LSU.
1: Yeah, I I, I struggled with that game because I don't think Missouri's played anyone. To I mean, no I, I, State. The, the at only, yeah, the only game I watched was the Kansas State game of theirs, and they looked about the same as Kansas State. I mean, they they won obviously. Um, I, I'm I'm taking LSU reluctantly. Just I I. I couldn't decide. I wanted to take that
0: game, but what's the L-L-S- spread in
1: that game? Five and a half LSU. You have them covering or no? No. Okay. Man. I think that's. I think that's a close one. I don't think LSU is very good. Although they were my team to win the West, which um
0: true. Backing off know. that now or no?
1: Yeah, yeah. Backing off that big time. Only LSU. one
0: conference lost still control of their own destiny. If they went out, we'll miss lose at least one of their games. LSU yeah. wins out, beats Bama, they go. So
1: yeah, I just I don't think LSU is super good. So no, I agree. We'll,
0: we'll 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 see what they're made of against Missouri. Here's an intriguing game, sadly on Pac-12 Network. Poverty, but Washington State at UCLA mm. in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Washington State undefeated. UCLA just lost to Utah. Both teams went off a bye. Who do you like in that one, Mister Lewis? I,
1: I, uh, I really like Washington State that game. I, I can't believe that Washington State that or that UCLA rather is favored three and a half points against Washington State home team
0: though. Home, basically a toss up. Yeah, but three points. UCLA. I
1: well, I watched like all of their game against uh, Utah. Because I guess I was too lazy to change a channel or something, but so I, I, I watched that whole game because it was it was an interesting, you know, both those quarterbacks for whatever. I watched the whole game, and UCLA they just did not look very good. That quarterback, he's a you know true freshman. I can't remember his name, but he
0: uh, uh, Dante Dante
1: Moore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just did not he did not look up to the task. I mean, maybe he will be in the future. I just don't think that he's very good. And Washington State, I haven't watched many of their games at all, but they beat Oregon state. They've been on they're, they're Wisconsin on as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wisconsin. They're number 14, if I remember correctly. So I don't know. I mean, I get that UCLA is at home, but I, I I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I think someone knows something that I don't. So I guess looking at the spread and the records, I'm inclined to say UCLA is going to win because why are they favored? doesn't make sense to me. So if that's the case, usually someone knows something that I don't,
0: but Amen, that's what they say. Yeah. So, uh, but my 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 reaction is to take Washington State. Washington State has looked good against good teams, Wisconsin, Oregon State, but they're both at home on the Palouse, as they call it. say mm. his home field advantage is really null because the Rose Bowl never sells out. But you mean Bruins at home, Washington State Stevens will be tested like no other, and you on think? the road, I do because his office is not great. But Chip Kelly always has you know he always has the tempo, he always has the athletes. And again, Wisconsin's offense is not very good. Oregon State's is decent, but it's not something that really poses a lot of threat in terms of the guys in space. And again, home game for UCLA. I think a better offense. Moore is young. That's a big. That's a big key. But if it was in the Palouse, I'd take Wazoo. But give me UCLA all day.
1: Yeah, I'll be excited to watch that game late night.
0: All right, game of the week: Oklahoma, Texas. Well, I'm assuming picking Ohio State over Maryland, right? Yeah,
1: I am. But I, 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 I think that Maryland plays them pretty close. I think Maryland's a really good team. I mean, I watched them last week against Indiana. You know, they kicked IE's butt, which isn't much to write home about, but Tualia, or whatever his name is. Tualia, yeah. Tualia, yeah. yeah. Tualia, not Tualia. <laughs> <laughs> Tualia. <laughs> he looked really good. Uh, I mean, he has not. He's has looked really good. I think they have a dynamic offense. He's, you know, quarterback, most important position. He's looking really good. So, I, I, uh, I, I guess it's a question of, Maryland's defense, which you know doesn't—it's hard to tell how good they are against uh, Indiana. But I think Maryland plays them. I, I, Maryland plays them close. I, I don't know what the spread is, but
0: I've, I think it's twenty twenty-one. I saw today. Oh yeah, I'm all over. I'm all over Maryland. So Maryland has good Ohio State a couple of close games in recent years. Last year was pretty close, In 2018 Ohio State won by one in overtime. Both games, though, were in College Park. Two years ago, Maryland came in five and zero. Ohio State was four and one, and Ohio State scored like it was like fifty-nine to ten or something. Just I mean they just. To quote my my buddy Nick, they skull fucked them. So I could I think this Maryland team is better. than This Ohio State team is worse than the last couple of years. But we've seen Maryland win their early non conference games, play a couple of scrub Big Ten teams, and then finish sixth and six or seven and five. So they lose to Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, whatever. Mm. So I I don't really know. I was pick Ohio State to win. I could see. I think they will cover. I think it'll be somewhere in between the total close game we see in College Park or the total blowout we see in the first quarter. It's over. So I think maybe close to half or things like that. But I think we'll have to win comfortably by the end of the game. Maryland, there's not – they don't play anybody. They don't have the athletes. They're just not – you know, they're a team I can do without in the Big Ten as well. So give me the Buckeyes to cover that's, that the, game. That's fair. Uh, but game of the week, as I said out I on the split screen up here, Oklahoma-Texas, Red River shootout. Oklahoma last year, zero, zero points against Texas – uh Texas who'd win at Bama obviously looked pretty good since besides that one game. This beat Kansas pretty good. I know Kansas quarterback got hurt from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma undefeated as well though. They destroyed Iowa State. One at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is not very good, but still a big 12 road win. Oklahoma's a lot better than last year so far. So I'll let the first pick go to our resident Texan, Mr. Lewis.
1: Yeah, as as you Mr. T, knows I'm going to be uh I'll be at that game. That's awesome. I'm That's awesome. Extremely excited um, most fun game I've been to easily is Texas OU. It's just such a great atmosphere. And then, so you you brought up last year. It's so funny seeing the TV. Because, you know, it's Texas fans on one side, the OU fans on the other side. And there was just no one on the OU side. It was just <laughs> vacant. And then the Texas side, you know, covered in burnt orange. That was, a, that was a fun game to watch on TV. But, yeah, I've been to some great Texas OU games. And I'm very uh, – this is the most excited I've been to – to go to this one this year, it's going to be it's going to be incredible. Like you said, last last Texas AU game in the Big Twelve, and that 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 stadium at the fair is so cool. I mean, it, it's old and it stinks getting around, but once you're in, oh man, it's awesome. You're definitely enjoy a, that, man. That's awesome. Definitely a bucket list thing if anyone's able to to go to that. But with that being said, of course, I I have Texas minus six and a half. I think they covered too. I think that they I think they beat Oklahoma pretty good, but. I'm biased, so. You
0: know. No, that's fair. Never, never pick your rival unless you're like a uh, Buckeye name only like me who's probably going to pick Michigan this year against them. But stay tuned. Uh, no, I hey man, I do have Texas as well. Close game. I think it's reminiscent of 2008, back when you were like seven years old, Mr. Lewis. Colt McCoy versus Sam Bradford. Back and forth game, 45-35. I actually don't think Texas will cover, but I think Texas will win. Shootout type game. OU will want to make a statement. Think they'll punch him in the mouth early. But Texas, I think, I think Texas is legit this year in terms of being a CFP contender, actually. I think they're a step ahead of Oklahoma so far in terms of, like, from Oklahoma's rebuild. Oklahoma's kind of where Texas was two years ago, or I guess last year, coming off where Texas was two years ago. So, uh, give me the Longhorns, but again, no cover. Close game, shootout, bring some sunscreen and some water. It's going to be hot and a long day in the stadium, sir. But enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'm pumped. Good. Let us know next week how it goes as well. I certainly will. Uh, now, you had a jeer, Mr. Lewis. As we get to politics here, tell us the jeer you had that you wanted to share with the crowd.
1: I'll have to give it to the I, – I almost changed my mind and give it to the New York Giants because they deserve it as well. <laughs> I'll have to – they, the, the they do. They do. The Rays. Man, well, first and foremost, for that awful stadium and that stadium only being half-filled for uh, – a. Playoff game is just it's just embarrassing. Lowest
0: attendance since nineteen nineteen, including the COVID year, but since nineteen nineteen, I even asked my buddy. I, I was like, "I asked my buddy. I was like, because in COVID year they had like sites in Texas, like the Rangers ballpark yeah. hosted, so I know they had some fans. I was like, the the it would be so funny if the COVID year fans were still more than the Rays fans. It was not, but anyway, still a still a shameful record, like you said. Yeah, lowest attendance in one hundred and four years for a postseason game. It's just embarrassing. It's it's, it's it stinks watching.
1: Those games on TV, even because it's just like it's so dark and dingy in that. Right. State, you know? I'm like, I I've always like wanted to go there and just like experience how just for see how awful an experience it would be to go. Like I I mean I, yeah I I I think that Tampa fans should be better and show up to a uh, show up to their playoff game. But also I mean what a terrible experience I mean that they have bullpens on the field in Tampa. It's just dark. It's depressed. It's I don't know what they got going on there. They got catwalks in the that's right. in the in the way of the balls. It's a so that 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 that's part one of the year. is just the awful fan experience they give at that stadium, and also the lack of fan support for the Rays. For and, and they they were a great team too. And ninety nine well, the, wins. The second wins. part of the year is just how much they they choked. That's I right. Mean, my goodness, they uh they yeah they've had pitching injuries and whatnot, but, but, uh, they had their core line, I mean, they just played terrible, so many errors, so many, uh, I'm all for it, obviously, you know, please choke against my Rangers, but they, it it was such a good season for them, They, they started out with, like, the second best start to a season ever. I forgot about the that. they like yeah. eighteen and zero. That yeah. right? Well, I just forget yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They start and then I think through the first twenty five. Yeah, like I said, maybe the first twenty 25, 35, the second best record ever. So started out so hot and just it, it, it's. It, I mean, I'm I'm happy that it happened against my team. But it, it's almost tough to see a team that started out so strong just played so awful in their two wild card games.
0: No, very dear. where they? I forgot their historic start. No fan. Losing those games at home. Great great call, Mr. Lewis. Uh, my first year goes to the AFC North minus the Ravens. Uh, Steelers, terrible team. just got destroyed by Houston. Houston's a lot better than people thought. But, I mean, they got destroyed 30-6. to 6. Their offense is god-awful. Uh, Bengals, again, I was kind of a year... Last year I said the Bengals were going to bust, and they started at 0-2. I thought it was going to be good. Obviously, they ended up being really good. So, anyway, this year, they're legit Super Bowl champs. That's my pick. Apparently, I have the kiss of death because I sort picked the Rams to repeat. They won five games. Bengals, one and three so far, look absolutely terrible. So I thought that was a year too early on the Bengals being a, a uh, bust. But Bengals are god awful. Burrow is obviously hurt. They can't do anything. And obviously, the Browns, at uh, uh, sold Phillips, and a jeer to Sean Watson. He's like, how can you jeer a guy that's hurt? Fair question. It's not jeering because he's hurt, but it's just jeer, a jeer because, again, huge game for the Browns at home, two and one, chance to go to first place in the division. And their $230 million quarterback can't go because of the shoulder injury. So it's it's just a jeer to the general luck of the Browns. It's the general ineptitude of the franchise. It's how they can't catch a break, and that's who, uh, that's that's how it goes. That's who, what misery play- is. Sorry, yeah. Uh, oh,
1: who uh, who who played for the Browns this past weekend?
0: Dorian Thompson Robinson, formerly of UCLA. Yes, I remember
1: sir. that now. Yeah, they think- also traded
0: away Josh Dobbs, I was doing well in Arizona. So again, jeer for that as well. Josh Dobbs looks really good, man. I uh, I picked him up in
1: and in on my fantasy league this this good. week. I think it's a good, good. I think it's a good choice.
0: Uh, so anyway, year for that second year for me. Now this was supposed to be the third year easily the whole time, right? Because again, at the wedding, I come home, watch some news, found out the government did not shut down, which was great. McCarthy, I thought he did a good job. He, he got the deal passed. Republicans would have got blamed for not passing a spending bill, so I thought they, I thought it was a decent deal at least hold the funding frozen. No, no, no Ukraine funding in there, which I don't think should be in that bill. But then I found out this this Democratic representative from New York, Jamal Bowman, he pulled the fire alarm. Pulled the fire alarm Saturday as the bill was being deliberated. Getting ready to get voted on. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Allegedly, of course, you know, he says mistake. He thought it was a door exit. Allegedly, he thought it was the way to open the door. Okay. Ugh. Then I find out this guy used to be a middle school principal. So a former middle school principal thought that the fire alarm would open the door. That's, I mean, you know, I never want to assume a guy has that ill intentions. Obviously, though, in that situation... You know, and that's just sadly what politics is nowadays. That that bitter, that divisive, that petty that you pull a fire alarm to clear it out so people have more time. So you can delay the vote and then force a shutdown so that your opponent gets blamed. Thankfully, it did not work. But major jeer for Mr. Bowman there. That's that's pretty funny and obviously sad.
1: That was. I mean, the funniest (coughs) thing was that I don't think he realized the camera was there. That's right. (laughs) Looking at him. And then just the obvious lies where it's like, oh, I didn't. I don't have a. I can't read better than a second grader. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> pull this. Old, it's like it's a, It's so just a F you to like. Uh, I I hate when people just blatantly lie like that. Where you're like, dude, just admit it, man. Like, quit quit treating us for fools. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> One
0: thing we learned from January 6th was there's cameras everywhere in the Capitol, so avoid being filmed.
1: You know. For the charge insurrection, which apparently everyone on January 6th oh, yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is a much more blatant violation of stopping a A. A. Uh, a, to, uh, a, a I don't want to say judicial. Official process. business. Yeah, right. like official an, business, a, official, right. Uh, congressional business. Yeah. Uh, much more of a violation, you know, stopping a vote, an official hearing, than, you know, the horn hat guy, you know. Jerome through the Capitol, you know, being escorted by the police through the Capitol. But, uh, <laughs> Mr. But, Lewis,
0: that's an excellent point. I love that.
1: Yeah. I, I love I, that. I, I don't see Jerome, whatever his name is. Jamal Bowman, right. Jamal,
0: Jamal Bowman getting, uh, getting any insurrection charges on, to his name. Well, I will say, it, I, I agree with what you're saying. I definitely agree that it's more sinister. January 6th was just chaos that got out of hand. We can disagree about the finer points. I'll always stand on that hill, though. Chaos that got out of hand. Yeah, but yeah. this well, I, one was a lot more sinister in terms of, like you said, to officially, like, this was, a like, undercover, quote-unquote, okay. attempt to disrupt official proceedings, like you said, caused a lot more damage, one person doing it like that, than the chaos, you know, th- there were a lot more causes that went on January 6th than there were this guy just going rogue and trying yeah, yeah, to disrupt yeah. proceedings like that.
1: I, I'm just saying, like, like the charge of insurrection, where, like, you're trying to, like, overthrow the right. the U.S. government, you know, like... Which, obviously, what he did wasn't insurrection either, but, like, you know, trying to shut down an official, uh, constitutional voting on a, voting on a bill, well, that seems much closer to insurrection than, because, I mean, obviously, the people on January 6th weren't trying to overthrow the U.S. government, Exactly, you know, I mean, because, you know, you look at, if you have any, like, understanding of history, if you look at insurrections throughout time, well, you know, they're coming in with guns and like forcefully taking over the government well that's just obviously not what happened there but that's that's, that's not a of January 6th where it's like oh those people should have been walking through the Capitol or whatever but it's it's just like the charge of insurrection is like funny to me where I'm just like well that's just that's just obviously not what happened
0: no Miss Lewis that's an excellent point and I, that's why I love you as co So, I've said on this show for two plus years now January 6th is not an insurrection anywhere close to if you use that kind of language automatically de- devalue your opinion in terms of the severity of that day and fun fact Zero people have been charged with the crime of insurrection. From yeah, the right? Zero. So how can you have an insurrection with no people charged with an insurrection?
1: But it's like the I ta- completely agree with you. But it's like the, the talking head still referred to it as the January 6th exactly. insurrection. <laughs> and it's just like, it, it's such... Ah, oh, just the manipulation of language, it makes me, no, I agree. Makes me go
0: crazy, man. And That's, people will say, oh, nuance, but no, it, language matters, you're exactly right, language matters. Yes, language thank matters. thank you. I could not agree more. I love that. Any time when you rail on the January 6th hysteria, Mr. Lewis, I'm a fan of, so bravo, an excellent point. Again, you're exactly right, it, it was shouldn't have happened, obviously, but definitely not an insurrection in any sense of the word, or obviously legally in any sense of the word. So three, three jeers, though, I'm curious about Mr. Lewis. I have to jeer the, again, we use it around liberals a lot, justifiably so, but House GOP, those eight those eight radicals dropped the ball to me, man. Alistair McCarthy, no sense in doing that. McCarthy's not perfect. He's made some mistakes. He kind of made his own bed by allowing one person to uh, bring a vote to vacate the speakership, which he had to to get in the first place. But I, again, I, like, I'm all for fighting. I'm all for populism. I'm all for cutting spending, but again, Gates, Matt Gates loves Trump, but and I, and I like Trump a lot too. I think he did a great job, but the man did that seven trillion dollars of deficit, five trillion before COVID or four trillion before COVID. Mm. So, again, as the great Doctor Scholl says, Republicans only care about spending when they're not in power, and that's 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 posturing. I get it, but to me, it's Democrat Senate, Democrat White House. The GOP refused to pass. A, a, what McCarthy initiated or what was initiated last week, which was an 8% cut in spending and just have it go to negotiation, which would have made, that would have been the starting point. 8% cut, you can find somewhere in the middle. Instead, McCarthy had to vote for something that keeps spending levels frozen, which, and, and he had to, to me, because shutting down the government does no one any good. Mm-hmm. Republicans blame like always. They didn't bring anything to the table to not get blamed. So McCarthy, I thought, did a great job as he usually does or did, I should say. So to me, this is, I mean, this is, it's just asked not to do that. It's obviously just for attention posturing, you know, fundraising, all that stuff. I don't think it'll really have a big impact next year because presidential races throw everything into chaos and in terms of down ballot, things like that. But to me, it's just stupid. It, it overplays your hand, does no good. You'll you'll get less concessions when the budget's up in November because Democrats know they have their hand now. And again, I hate I to the resolutions too. I think they're stupid. They should pass all to appropriation bills. But again, the House GOP didn't do anything to come together to pass, to to bring one of the all 12 bills up to the vote they they were too busy bickering and saying oh we refuse to vote on this refuse to bring for all this and obviously ran out of time and then mccarthy had no choice and here you are so again opposing crs continuing resolutions all that and wanting to cut spending that's all good but you can't cut off your nose by your face and you have to know what you have kyp is coaching says know your personnel
1: when you clarify me? What what are the crs
0: continue resolutions basically where you just you fund the government for, like, 45 more days until you get a full bill passed for the next fiscal year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And, that, and so people said, oh, I refuse to vote for those. And I get it. I think they're stupid, too. But, again, you didn't do your job till then. Government shutdown is worse than a CR, so what choice do you have? Yeah. And, again, you have a, a nine-seat majority. So, like it or not, I don't like it either. I think it's unfortunate, but that's what you have. So uh-huh. you can either get some things or get nothing. It's almost like the abortion debate to me. Like, you can either get some things you want, or get nothing because you're being too hard-headed. and obviously they chose nothing. and I think that's stupid, and we'll see what happens. But that's my thoughts on it. three years for the, those GOP members for sure, though.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: But I'm curious your thoughts, Mister Lewis.
1: Yeah, the problem is is that like I deleted social media, which is like an overall good thing, but it's like bad. That it's so much easier to follow this stuff, and it's like I can you know get the right get that instant news right. So I mean, well, but so like obviously I knew that all that happened and today. I've uh you know spent some time. Looking into all this, but uh, appreciate
0: you pre- prepping for the show. Good job,
1: yeah, yeah. But it's too bad because, like, yeah, like I hear stuff like that, and it's like you know, I can read articles and whatnot, but it's like it's it, it social media, like the, for all the all the bads with it, it's like uh, that, that is nice being able to you know, just you'll hear be able things to, that are good
0: on there, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You'll <clears throat> just get like kind of like quick, uh, quick news stories in the matter. So, well, so today, I did my research. And the, 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 the take I have on is it's really just kind of like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, because I, the, 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 the nine, eight GOP members, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't hate people, uh, especially conservatives. I feel for so long they, conservatives don't want to use their power at all. Right. It's just right, like, I agree. It's like, oh, well, you know, we can't, we can't use our power because you know if we do well, then the Democrats might use their power, which they do anyways. Right, you're right. so it's like, and I, I, I so I, you know if they're asking him to bring in someone who's gonna, because I mean McCarthy is I I didn't hate him by any means, but he's you know a little bit, a little bit uh, squishy, you know, like what I mean, like what I mean by that, like you know, conservative but little. uh compromise maybe more than I like I, uh, but by no means is he the worst or even a bad speaker of the house. But you know if they want to oust him to find someone better, I I don't I don't hate it, but I don't know. I I, I hope they have a good strategy with it all, and I kind of doubt they do. Right? Because th- that the speaker of the house, man, that is just such a tough job. The I don't know who would want to do it because it's like you got to appease all these all these because he. The Democrats—that's not the—that's not the case on the Democrat side. You know, all the all the the left loves Pelosi
0: exactly, and she and she does a great job, obviously, of whipping them into shape. And that's—I think and, she's overrated, but obviously, that's the skill of hers.
1: She—I mean—I do not like Nancy Pelosi I, is not a nice lady, in my opinion. That's right. Amen. Amen. But the Democrats—they—they they are always unified. Like right. Like they—they—they are—they work as a team. They know what they want, like, they, she whips them into shape, and I, I I don't know whether that's, you know, a benefit to her, or somehow, some way the Democrats are, they are aligned, it doesn't matter, you know, you're just socialists, a little bit more, but, I mean, no, there aren't many, like, you know, more conservative Democrats, they, that, they they, they vote as a team, but the, the Republicans aren't that way, they're, they're the conservative Republicans, you know, the Matt Gates is the, I guess maybe the more populist wing now, kind of like the more Trump types, and then there are the more, you know, liberal center conservatives, and somehow, some way, you got to get, you know, it's good that those the the not as conservative people are on or in the Republican Party, you know, you want as many numbers as possible, and uh, but it it would be such a tricky job as the Speaker of the House trying to trying to manage those uh both of those sides and uh fi- finding a center ground I guess but all but with that being said I also think that the more conservative populist wing of the party is where the republicans are actually going to win I think they had better ideas so I want to see them win I I, I I you 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 call them a uh, radical and I guess I I don't know enough about I know I know Matt Gates I don't know many of the other ones in uh in those eight or nine who to them. But I m my suspicion is that I would largely agree. I mean, I like Matt Gaetz, so I, I sus suspect I would largely agree with what they have to say. They'd probably be willing to wield more power than the more middle Republicans. Uh so I I, I bet I just agree with them more. So I, I, I want I want that side to have more control and power, but I don't know if Alistair McCarthy was the way to do it. I just don't see, like, who are they going to appoint a speaker like Trump? I mean, like, exactly. Right? exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, which, which I would love. I mean, It would I, be that awesome. Would, be that would awesome. just be so funny. I, that would that would be amazing. Like, imagine Trump uh, introducing Joe Biden for the for the. Uh, oh my gosh, what State the, of the Union? State <laughs> of the Union. I, I, I've, I've taken exams all week, man. I'm my, my brain's fried, but. uh
0: but man, that would just no. That, that's that, funny. That'd be that's worth it. I agree, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it, I think you know a lot of people in that pop in that populist you wing know, of the Freedom Caucus, I do agree with a lot. But I think in this case, like you said, I don't think Austin McCarthy was the correct way to go about what they want to see happen. But we'll see. And McCarthy again. He he got that debt ceiling deal done earlier with concessions. He got the spending bill passed. I thought wasn't terrible. For Forty five days, and obviously proved the doubters wrong. Who knows? I, I mean, a lot can happen, obviously, and presidential elections throw off everything in terms of Congress and things, congressional elections, obviously. So, you know, we'll see. But it's just chaos. I mean, that's what Congress is, sadly, just posturing chaos, just stupidity. I mean, that's why no one trusts the government. But yet, again, I, I just want to say this as an aside to my liberal friends. The same people that say, like, how dysfunctional the government, government is want to give more of, like, private uh, uh, private sector things to the government. Like, who would trust the government to do Major things when they're so inefficient at their basic at the basic tenets of their job. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. We'll, we'll pump our Ukraine coverage till next week. Dr. Shaw and I got to do a, good, a little bit of a discussion last week on I know, the royalty, Dr. Shaw. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so I don't want to cut you off, Mr. Lewis. In terms of that, I'll just say again, I, I think that we should fund Ukraine. I think a set amount each year. I don't think it should be like an increase whenever Biden demands it. Um, here's my couple thoughts. One, and, and I will say this goes back to Biden being an idiot, as Dr. Shaw said. I agree with him in most cases, especially this though. Or I should say, especially in other cases, but this too. Um, Biden says, you know, it's such tantamount that we defend Ukraine. And I agree with that to an extent. But again, he's never once given a speech on why. And he slow walked the advanced weapons systems, which I think wasn't necessarily unwise. I think we had to tread lightly in terms of how much we gave right away and things. But again, you can't year and a half later, or a year later, earlier this summer when it was going down, you can't say it's tantamount that we defend this this, uh, sovereign republic but then slow walk the weapons that they're asking for as they're getting ready to do a counter-offensive. That's counterintuitive to what you say we need. And I will say this. I said this actually for over a year now too. Now, and it's more pointed now that it's a slog. To me, we need to be on the front lines negotiating peace. It's hard to tell another country what they need to settle for. But if we're given all that aid, which we are, we need to say, hey, like you're going to have to, you're not getting Crimea back. That's not going to happen. we have been that for nine years. Eastern Ukraine was disputed territory, it obviously was Ukraine's, but there's a lot of pro-Russia separatists in that region. Do I really want Russia to gain that territory? No. But if you if if you have to be honest about what's going on, sometimes dictators wield their power and they and 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 strongmen win. That's how it goes. But Putin's not going to surrender until he can go back and claim he got a win to his people. And Zelensky probably the same thing. So to me, it US needs to lead that, lead, lead that peace settlement. And obviously I would say, welcome Ukraine to NATO. Finland and Sweden join NATO, which is great. And to me, I don't like the as long as it takes thing. Because I don't I think that's stupid. After after five or six or seven years, if it's still a slog, or really about Russia going across the rest of the continent, A. And B, obviously it's not really a threat to security around the world if we're supporting a country five, six, or seven years later. And in terms of Taiwan, I agree that it is huge to deter China, but we should continue to fund Taiwan and get them ready for if a Chinese invasion happens now, instead of later, because if China invades Taiwan, they can do like when Russia invaded Ukraine and they're going to be able to hold off. That It's over and World War III started as well. So all these things are hard to do. I'm not one that says that we can't fund Ukraine because of the border, but I think it should be limited in money, have an end game in mind, lead the peace negotiations, and obviously get Taiwan ready now because that's, that's that always needs to be on our mind. But I'll give yeah. it to you.
1: I, uh... Yeah, my take on Ukraine is, I think that
0: if we go over, we go over. So go ahead.
1: Nothing about Ukraine. Like I, I think that, I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't trust what the media tells to begin with, and I think especially with that situation, it's just like, well, I mean, first of all, in Russia's defense, so we have, so you know, the deal was, you know, you, there aren't, we're we're not going to make any of the the border countries, uh, we're not going to get them in the NATO, right. Like like that was that that was the deal like like no 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 country that borders
0: uh Russia is gonna be granted in NATO then was that the deal I should know was that the deal when NATO was formed I don't know that was the deal when NATO was formed
1: I'm almost
0: Doctor Sean Phil fact checked that for us uh I, I usually know my own facts but Mister Lewis I don't know see, the, I trust you though the problem is I used
1: to be so into politics <clears> when I you know had social media I still like listen to you know news shows and stuff but it's like. You know, all, all this little information I would always have 'cause so I'm always, you know, engaging with this. So not right. I, you're in exam mode though, uh, that's fair. Yeah. So but I'm almost certain that uh that there there is a deal of that sometime. Like, you know, the, the the those countries are not to be permitted into NATO. Maybe it was the EU, but I'm pretty sure it was NATO. Regardless, like, so if that's the case and then they're letting those countries into NATO, well what, what what's Putin gonna do? Just sit on his hands and be like, Nope, I'm not gonna
0: do anything about that? Well, so it, it, but no one, no one joined NATO before Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh, Finland, really? Finland, and Sweden joined this last year and a half. After that's why it's ironic because Russia well, invaded Ukraine because they didn't want NATO to expand, and it did expand. I, 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 okay, then I can't remember exactly, but it was like you know, a, a lot of those
1: like Eastern countries, like Eastern Europe, like the former Soviet, like because I know that some of those joined, like I, I, I maybe it was I was. My 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 brain's fried, but I I it was some countries you know weren't weren't supposed to join. You know, slowly but surely they were they were joining. So I I I just think the West pushed uh, pushed Putin's buttons regardless. But that I I I shouldn't even gone off on that. That that's not the that, <laughs> that, 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 that's a that's a that that was supposed to be a simple point. But now I'm now I'm scrambling my brain to try to figure out exactly what happened. But regardless, the uh. I, I, I just, I know nothing about what's happening over there. Like, you know, we can sit here and be like, oh, you know, I saw this on the news or I heard about this. I just, you know, Zelensky is flying all over the, the world. You know, there's supposed to be like this huge war situation over there. He's flying all over the world doing X, Y, and Z, going on some like presidential tour. And, you know, we know that war... Brings a lot of money in for powerful people, right? That's true. That's so, a very good point. <clears throat> I, uh, I am incredibly suspicious of what's going on over there, and I feel like my my, my I, I see this situation is very weird. It's like you know, what the the war first happened, right? It's like uh, you're seeing these just all out battles, like you uh, Russia is going to take over Ukraine in a day. You know, it's this is. About to start World War III, and this it all just kind of stopped. It was like it's still happening, and it's I'm I'm not saying it's not so I, I that that'd be ridiculous. I'm not saying it's you know not still happening, but it's like what's really happening? Like how what what's the extent of these battles going on? Like what's because at first it's just you know complete bloodshed. You know towns are being destroyed, and now it's 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 a it's it's all very suspicious to me, and it it might just be a money laundering scheme for people and uh people in power. Because I mean, war makes people so much. It also gives countries so much control. It
0: gives people so much power. And, and Zelensky yeah. has used that. They've they've eliminated a lot of opposition media and things like that. You're right. I mean, yeah. I think two things can be true that war, like war, is necessary, but also there's a lot of obviously negative negative ramifications in terms of death and destruction. But there's a lot of like. Uh, corruption that goes with war. I think you're exactly right.
1: It's certainly. And like, we're sending over all these, uh, all of these weapons, all these, uh, you know, it seems like more weapons than they really need. I mean, but maybe not. It's, that's my issue with all this. It's so, it's so unclear. And if we had a media, uh, a, a national media that was honest about things like this, it wouldn't be that way. But it's like, you're right. You're he's right. Like, like what? What's what's really going on over there? And I'm very suspicious. I I wouldn't. I, 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 My inclination is say don't give him any money because, well, I mean, first of all, I, I think that you have a strong. Lead. I, I think if Trump's in there, this never happens. I could totally agree. He,
0: he's. He, I totally agree.
1: And then in regards to Taiwan, I think that I think that Taiwan is it, it's a it's a lost cause. I think that it's. Yeah, I think you just have to give it up at this point, point. and that's—I—I I hate saying that, but you—you've allowed China to just push and push and push. you, you, you with, with things like that, you have to—you have to shut it down when they're, uh, like right when they start, you know, going into waters that they're not supposed to. Right when they're, uh, being starting to be aggressive. Right? right, right, right when they're starting to be aggressive. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm trying to recall all the things that. They've done, but I know that they're in the South China Sea. Right, doing that. the South
0: China Sea a lot more, like into in Taiwan's range with their tests and things like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, testing, uh, testing their missiles and whatnot and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you, you you have to shut that down right, right when that happens, which I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Trump would have done if he was still in power. But even what I I I, I don't even know because once that 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 situation has been slowly developing for so many years at this point. That, uh, I, I, I think it's a, yeah, it, it it's a lost cause. It's, a uh, tr- China will overrun Taiwan in days if they, uh,
0: if they invade and. Well, as I said, it's, it's, if China doesn't invade Taiwan, it's World War Three. so. Yeah, it, it's, get ready. it's, it's
1: like, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's what's going to happen, right? And it's like, so you can either see that and like, I, I feel like the only way to not start World War Three is just to seed it be like yeah all right but i mean if they take taiwan like taiwan makes a ton of things worldwide so that's that's gonna mess up that's why why you can't always seed
0: it right because but it's like like what else can you do start world war three well again that's why strongmen We most people hate strongmen as you should but they're they're relevant they're always relevant because you never want to appease that's the thing i disagree about about russia as well there was like oh you can't appease dictator. i agree but putin ain't hitler Hitler overran no. Czechoslovakia in like what, like a month. I mean, obviously, I mean, again, the the German army was a lot stronger than what Russia did in Ukraine before the assistance even started. So, I I don't think the appeasement, quote unquote, is as much of a threat now. But again, you you never want to have a dictator think they can do whatever they want because what are they going to do be more emboldened. So, I would say, I mean, again. That's what strong men do. I mean, if World War Three starts, I don't have World War Three start than not be able to get a new cell phone or whatever because China controls all the semiconductors or whatever it is. You know, what yeah, I mean, that maybe, sounds like counterintuitive, but you know what I mean. Like, no, I, I,
1: I mean, I know what you mean. It's, the economy it, would be it, fucked if a, China invades Taiwan. It's a, it's a yeah, you're right. It's a very tough situation because it's like yeah, World War Three would be World War Three, but they take over Taiwan. Well, there's a that's going to cause a. A lot of issues. So it, it's unfortunate because it's really just kind of a matter of time at this point.
0: Right. Well, peace through strength, as the great Reagan said, and that's why I agree. Yeah. You definitely need a stronger leader in the White House. That's for darn but it's sure. like But
1: it's like at this point, you, you, I don't see how you <clears> can <throat> do a like do a strong measure against China without starting World War 3 at You're this right. point. So I, I it's like – You're right. Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't. So.
0: You're right. We'll see. We'll leave it there. Excellent point, Mr. Lewis. And on real quick, two picks, Cowboys-Niners and then Eagles-Rams. Cowboys Niners give me your pick,
1: I mean Cowboys. What else?
0: What, I'm going Cowboys. Niners. I'm not always good at picking my team. I got to go with who I think will win. Niners at home give me. I know um, I'm bi- I'm biased. I'm I'm good though. That's good. I, I I guess I guess uh like who do I really
1: think's gonna win the Niners? But do I do I think the Cowboys have a good enough chance where I'm? It, 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 if it I, I think if, I'm sixty forty Niners, but I'm not so far in Niners where I'm gonna. I'll uh. Also I'll still, I'll still choose the
0: Cowboys. I like it. Eagles Rams from LA who you like? I'm going Eagles on the road. It should be a great game. Eagles aren't that good, but I think they'll beat the Rams.
1: I chose I ch- I didn't get to my spread game this weekend, but uh I ch- I chose the Rams to uh, to cover. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Eagles are very good. So, Hope but I, right. I I guess uh <clears throat> I guess I'll choose the Rams to to win cuz I'm like 50-50 on it. I'll choose the Rams over the Eagles.
0: All right, well, Mr. Lewis, great job as always. We'll let that marinate. Enjoy All the right. game, sir. we we'll be back here next week, hopefully, unless okay. I'm not recruiting. i would be recruiting next week. We'll see how it goes. But if not, I'll, we'll be back here. All right, uh, we'll talk about recruiting more off stage. But thank you for listening. Enjoy, and uh, give me a hookem, Mr. Lewis. Hookem horns.